turn our attention now to Kapitel Kuf Mem Beis, Tehillim 142. Before we begin, I must share with you a personal note about this Kapitel. When I first began to study in Yeshiva, in Yeshiva's Rabbeinu Yaakov Yosef, and first began to spend time in the base Medrash, I was introduced to the practice of saying a capital to Hillim for sorrows, a sick person, special events in the world. And the Tehillim were led by one of my favorite teachers, Rabbeim in the Yeshiva, Rav Shmuel David Varshavshik Zecher Tzadik Livrocha. And he had a beautiful, melodious, and loud and clear voice. And he would, for whatever reason, choose of all the Kapitlach Tehillim, this one, Kuf Mem Beis. And many, many years later, I asked him about that, and he said that when he was running from Lithuania, he was a student in the Kamenetz Yeshiva, and he ran with the Mira Yeshiva to Shanghai and spent those many years in the Far East, difficult circumstances. So the practice was that when they recited Tehillim, they recited especially this chapter, Kapitel Kuf Mem Beis. When I think back upon it now, I realize that in those years that I first experienced him, reading and reciting and using these words to express his prayers to the Rebona Shalom, it was really just seven, eight, nine years after he came to this country from Shanghai in the early 1950s was when I, I heard him first as a, as a young teenager. So this Kapitel Tehillim always moves me especially. And it begins, Maskil Lidovit, this is already not a mizmor. This is a maskil. Many interpretations, but one is, it is a, a, um, a more of an intellectual than an emotional prayer. It has to do more with seichel than with zemer. The prayer was composed by David when he was in the cave. In Shmuel Aleph, Perik Choftalet, Posa Gimel, we learn about David's being pursued by Shaul and how he seeks refuge in the cave, Alpenei Hayelim, the cave in the cliffs where the gazelles um, uh, scatter about. And in that cave, he composed this tefillah. And he begins, again, very much like in Kuf Mem Aleph, with a desperate cry, repeating the word kol, my voice, twice. Koli el Adonoi Ezok, koli el Adonoi Eschanon. I cried out to God, I entreated God, I pleaded to Him, I appealed to Him. I will 
I pour out to him my siach. Siach means my prayer, my complaint. Vayetze Yitzchok lo suach basode. Siach is tefilo. Tzorosi lefonov agid. I will tell, I will declare um, my my uh, my tzora, my woe. Now, here Radak makes an interesting comment. What does it mean, Sorosilofonov Agid? I will tell him about uh, my 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 trouble. And God knows about your trouble. I understand Ezok, Eschanon, Eshpoch, Siach. I'm 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 praying, I'm crying, I'm pleading, but to tell him is Yutsara. He knows Yutsara. However, Radak says, Afal Pisha Yoduvalo, even though the Ribonishwalam knows that sorrow, nevertheless I want to tell it to him in the form of prayer. Agidenu Lifonov, I want to bring it close to him. I want him to connect with my Tsara Kaviyoho. When my spirit fails within me. Behisatev means when my spirit is wrapped up, when it is enveloped. Earlier in Kapitel Kufzai and Pasukei, we had the phrase, Nafshom Bohem Tisatov, which means that when a person is in great sorrows, he, he bends down, he bows down, and it is as if he is encircled, enveloped, enwrapped. He's wrapped by his body. His ruach is wrapped by his body. You know my course. You know my way. You know where I'm going. I'm not going in a bad path. I, I, I am going in a proper path. I am not a sinner. I have not done anything against Shoal. I have not offended him. And yet he pursues me. I tell you that on the sivasi, you know that my course is the right course. Be orach zua halech, which can be translated again following your adak. Wherever I go, whichever path I choose, tom nufachli, there they have laid a trap for me. They've laid a trap in the path that I walk. Wherever I walk. Habet yomin Now, when we see these words habet we normally would translate them: look, see, observe, in the form of tzivui, a command. God, look at me. Look to my right, and you'll see that no one, ainli makir, no one recognizes me. No one uh, cares about me. I have no friends. But Radak insists. That habet and re'e here, shnehem mokor, ve'enom tzivui. It's not a command, but rather it's a mokor. It's the, the, the infinitive meaning. When I look, habet, when I look, yomin, to the right, re'e, and when I observe, to the left. In other words, habet yomin, to the right, re'e, to the left. Although the word left is not mentioned, Radak insists and brings many examples that sometimes the Posuk does not write the obvious parallel phrase. Obviously, look to my right and look, 
we can plug in for ourselves the words, look to my left. There's no one, no friends, no one who, who recognizes me, no one who will have pity on me and on my horrible state of being on the run. Ovad monos mimeni. There's no escape. There's no place for me to run. Uh, every time I think, oh, here is where I can find some solace. Here is a hiding place where, where Shoal won't find me. No, Shoal manages to flush me out. There's no place for me to flee. Ain doresh lenafshi. No one cares about me. Ain doresh lenafshi. Even my friends, my family, my goalim and kerovim, they do not seek me because they figure if the king, Shaul, is out to get him, things are hopeless and there's no sense in us even trying. Ain doresh lenafshi. The utter sense of abandonment that David feels here. Wherever I turn, wherever I go, I'm stuck, I'm trapped, I'm, 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 I'm in a cul-de-sac, and, and no one cares. These phrases particularly must have been exactly appropriate, very apt to the Yeshiva Bochrim in, in Shanghai hundreds, thousands of miles from their makirim, from their friends and their close ones. No one cares about me. A sense of abandonment. Zoakti eilecho adonoi omarti ato machsi chelki bi'eretz hachayim. I cried out to you, Rebonishvul. I say to you, you are my refuge. The cave is not my refuge. The various hiding places are not my refuge. You are my refuge. And Chelki, I have a lot. I have a, a portion. The Eretz HaChayim in the land of life. Madak says that Eretz HaChayim here means Eretz Yisrael. David HaMelech says, I have a place in the land of Israel. And Radak refers us earlier to his comments on Kapitel Kuf Tes Zion, Posuk Tes, a Posuk which we are familiar with from Tehillim. Es Halech Lifnei Adonoi Biartsos Hachayim. Where David Amelech says, I will walk before God in the land of life. And there Radak says, Artsos Hachayim means Eretz Yisroel. Why is Eretz Yisrael called the land of life, Eretz HaChayim? Because God's Shekhinah is there. And this is one of the adjectives for Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Tzvi in Yecheskel Kapitel Chafei. It is called Eretz Chefetz in Malachi Kapitel Gimel. And it's called in Tehillim Eretz HaChayim. Words of Radak, Kihi Chemdas Ho'aratzos. It is the most precious of all the lands. V'hayoshevim bohem chayim uvriim, writes Radak. Those who live in Eretz Yisrael are healthy. They're alive. And he continues, Ki Eretz Yisrael aviro tov mikol ho'aratzos. It's got the best climate, the best air. 
As the Pesach says in Yeshaya, Kapitel Lamed Gimel, Pesach Kaftalad, Uval Yomar Shochein Cholisi, meaning the person who dwells there never says that he is sick. Chazal say that the reason why Eretz Yisrael is called Eretz Achayim is because Hamesim Shelo Chayim Betchias Hamesim, because those who live in Eretz Yisrael and who are buried there have a, uh, a greater portion, a greater connection to Trias HaMesim, to the resurrection. So therefore, Chelki Be'eretz HaChayim, David says, my portion, my lot, confidently, is in Eretz Yisrael. Hakshiva Ribonu Shlolam, listen, El Rinosi. And normally we translate Rinosi as song. In this context, obviously, you can't say, listen to my song, but rather listen to my cry. And indeed, Radak translates Rinosi here as Sa'akosi, my cry. And he brings support for this, that sometimes Rino means the, a cry, not a song. Molochem Aleph, Kapitel Chof Beis, Posuk Lamed Vov, Vayavor Horino Bamachane. And there it was not song, it was a cry of desperation. So listen to my cry, Kidalosi Miyod, I am very impoverished, I am very fatigued, I am very, um, uh, I've been brought down very low. Hatsileni Merodfai Ki Omsu Mimeni, save me from my pursuers, for they are too strong for me. My pursuers are the king and his entourage. They are unsumi many. They overwhelm me. They're too strong for me. And finally, Take me out of this prison, this cave, so that I should be able to praise your name. Be yachtiru tzadikim. The tzadikim, the righteous ones, will crown me, will glorify me. Ki sigmol oloi, because you dealt so graciously with me. Meaning, says Radak, the tzadikim will be mispoer. They will be delighted with what happened to me. And they would make me a kesel rosham. Be yachtiru tzadikim. They will make me their crown because they will say, Radak, Halo David, Lefisha Botach Boel Yisborach Lovado. Because David entrusted God and only God, Hitzilahu, God rescued him. For who Yochid Obimat Om, and he was alone or with very, very few people, Mehamelech Viyamo, certainly compared to the king and his armies. So the tzaddikim will recognize my Yeshua and they will make me a crown. They will look up to me. They will look up to the Rebona Shlodon through the fact that he has saved me. And so in this very brief tefillah of Kuf Men Beis, which begins with a desperate koili el Hashem ezo, koili el Hashem eschanon, and the feeling of abandonment, of being utterly alone and utterly helpless, but it ends on a 
note of confidence. God, take me out of this prison and a vision that he will be able to praise God and he will be the vehicle through which tzaddikim will praise God. A powerful tefillah and one worthwhile reciting in moments when we feel emotions similar to those described by David here. Tomorrow we will turn our attention to a much um, different type of capital, capital Kuf Mem Gimel.